Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. slum <laughs> you can't handle the hard you want answers i want the slum <laughs> you can't handle the slum <laughs> okay now it's funny if, do you it think funny tom cruise time. listens to this podcast i know he does yeah he messages me regularly <laughs> um See. i've been listening i started listening to a new podcast called Rewatchable. Have you guys heard of that? I've heard of it. I haven't listened to it. Uh, it's Bill Simmons, one of his oh, podcasts. Okay. And I listened to the episode of A Few Good Men, which is their first episode, which is okay. Not great. I'm going to listen to a couple more and see how I feel, but I'm not 100% sold. But Okay. Well, tell me. What you're saying is I'm... exactly how I feel about the movie A Few Good Men. I do <laughs> really? not understand why people think it's as great as it is. Oh, it's so good. No. It's like, eh. It's like not the worst thing ever but it's like why do people it's like in and out it is like in and out it's it's very much like in and out in that like if you In-N-Out. watch it when you're younger it it is like a very effective movie when you're younger because it is like all these really strong emotions and this strong you know no 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 here's the thing about a few good men is that the writing is oh, nearly perfect go. no false it's so for, good dude time for Aaron to a few good men explain <laughs> false a few good men explain Aaron Sorkin is a master craftsman. I'm sorry, here's I lost a set here's, of steak knives. Like, no. Here's how I feel about A Few Good Men. You have to watch it like a play and not like a movie, and then it's really good. You mean um, pretend like you're sitting in a <laughs> not air-conditioned yeah. theater? Because like all their yes, makeup is way people, overdone and stuff. With people that it's aren't just famous. It's really good. It's really good. The writing is so good. It's I like, disagree with you. It's like what they said to and the actors. And I didn't see it when I was young. I didn't see it until no, I was I don't, like 30. I don't think the writing's bad. No, the writing is amazing. But I could, like, it's not a... It's incredible. Let me tell you that. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> predictable, I guess. I don't know. Like, it... it well, it's like, not about the plot. You're hung up on the plot. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I probably am. I think everything about that Although movie... Although the plot is also really good. Everything about that movie screams that like the everyone involved in the movie was like you guys uh the world is, is about to end some effing minds the world is about to end and so you need to write this movie like you're writing the last movie you will ever write and anyone <laughs> will ever see and every actor they told the same thing they said listen <laughs> Listen, you, Tom, you need to there write is no movie. it is not possible to overact in this movie yeah you are going to die immediately when this movie is over so give it everything you've got and they're like every single actor's like okay got it thanks great great i'm gonna do it that's what i'm gonna do and then they did that's true i think there's some i think there's some subtle performances in there <laughs> it's not they're not from tom cruise or jack nicholson, jack nicholson. or demi yeah, moore dude. no no no, yeah. no you guys are you're part of on it, the one like, scene what about the scene when they're like having lunch yeah who like mm. totally it is it is easy to just focus on the one you can't handle the truth scene who's the but good it is dude like pollock um 
What's the dude? Paul something Pollock. Sydney. No, he's Jackson. also in the movie. He's not Jackson. No. Kevin. Is it Kevin Pollock? Yeah. Okay. We don't use the term Pollock anymore, Phil. That's offensive. <laughs> that's we offensive just say to my people. A pole or a Polish person. He. Pol- I prefer Pullman. I'm guessing he is <laughs> Pullman. Bill Pullman. <laughs> Bill Pullman. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember his performance in the movie, <laughs> and that's what makes me think that he was not overdoing it, that he was just he was just doing it. Do you remember Kevin Bacon? I remember him in the movie, and I remember thinking, whoa, man, he's fired up. <laughs> what is... I think one one thing that's endearing about it, though, is to see these actors and to, like, see them trying so hard, like, thinking that, like, Tom Cruise, his his career wasn't completely made yet, you know, so he was still... It's like, Tom Cruise's best movie, false. aside from... Mission Impossible every 2. Every other one. I can name... Dude. I can, aside from every other one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's his worst movie, is what you're saying. It's no, his he's best, good. Saying, he's I'll good say it's his movie, best though. acting. It's his nope. best acting. False. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you what his best acting is. Are you ready? Jerry Maguire. No. Okay. No. Tropic Thunder? Magnolia. Uh, Mangolia? Magnolia. Outer Magnolia. Got it. It's an adult movie with adult themes. Whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Right now, I have to tell you something. Mm -hmm. What? On IMDb, filming, as of right now, released in 2019, is the film starring Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, and Miles Teller. Yes. Top Gun, colon, Maverick. Yes. What? Yes. And uh, Miles Teller is Goose's son. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, guys. Goose, I don't... Goose and Meg Ryan's son. Meg Ryan. She's the no. the special lady friend. First of all, Meg Ryan. She's it's called the a wife. She's the wife. I didn't know if she was Goose. the wife or not. Don't assume Pretty their sure. relationship. I don't think I've seen Top Gun all the way through. Whoa. It's not good. It's as good as A Few Good Men. It is not <laughs> even close. It's fun, but it's not as, as good. good. First of all, his performance is better. <laughs> I will say this, though. I freaking love the Mission Impossible movies. Okay. Yeah, dude. Like the very first, like the first modern I'm, I'm Mission like Impossible like from the guy. mid-90s. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so not either. Good. But I like those. But I've loved every single one of them. Well, they they really do keep getting better. It's like, it's kind of crazy that the most yeah. recent three are... Yeah, they're so good. They're far better than the first three. Starting with Night and Day in 2010. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't... Tom Cruise... Well, no, listen to me what I'm saying. Okay. Tom Cruise has made like the best action of his life in the last decade. Oh, okay. So many good movies. Yeah, I... I was listening. Uh, I was listening to a podcast and Night and Day, Ghost Protocol, Jack Reacher, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, ja- oh, Edge of Tomorrow is freaking great. That yeah, movie, dude. like, dude, that movie is awesome. It's it's a bummer that it um, did not do I, Jack Reacher. That one is. Like, I like Jack Reacher. I didn't see the second one. That's though. a snorefest. You're dumb. <laughs> There's like <laughs> a cool scene in it. And then it's a bunch of talking. It's a good story. Well, it's yeah. You don't like movies that like require things of you. Yeah. 
I mostly just like chick flicks. Look at look at Aaron lashing out. <laughs> like I can genuinely, I understand now why you don't like a few good men. If I was like flipping, talking. if I was like flipping through the channels, and like no, Top Gun was on you just can't one call channel, it a good action movie. I never said it was a good action movie. I said it's a good movie. Well, you said no. You said that he's done his a best few good action. Men. I'm saying I said a few good men. You said he's done his best action in the last ten years, and then you named no his best acting. I did say action, like oh. action movies. But Jack Reacher is pretty actiony. It has a couple cool actiony scenes. Yeah, with very it has long a lot of action items. <laughs> also, the best acting Tom Cruise has done was as Steve Randall in The Outsiders, nineteen eighty three. What about that weird, that weird? Um, uh, gosh, what was? Oh, Days Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Oh, Tropic Thunder. That one I said like <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Did you say that 10 minutes yeah. ago? Although Remember, Minority Report was couple, good too. A couple weeks ago, I called it Pineapple Express. <laughs> 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 and you guys were different. so confused. <laughs> I was like, That's guys, funny. yeah, he was in the movie. He was great. Yeah. Tom Cruise has an impressive resume. Darren, have you seen Magnolia? I have not. You need. You have to see it. You have to see it. If Phil will buy it for you right now on Amazon. I will buy three copies for you right now. My wife will. Is it, um, what's his name? Paul Thomas Anderson? Yeah. Okay. It's long. It's, there's no action. It's lots of talking. You'll love oh, it. I love that. You'll <laughs> love it. It really is. It's his performance is like super moving. Have you seen Synecdoche, New York? I have not. That movie's so I, weird. I loved it. <laughs> I love weird movies. Yeah, dude. Have you guys seen Donnie Darko? Like, so sick. That movie's so dumb. It's like dude, so awesome. I watched the other day. Okay, real quick. Okay, go ahead. And then I'll uh, have a question for you. It's like one of my favorite. I, I remember liking it at the time when we watched it a ton when it first came out. It was my, I was married, but we didn't have kids yet. Uh, Stranger oh, yeah, Than Fiction. That. Oh, dude, I love that movie. That movie's so freaking good. Stranger I Than Fiction? I watch that movie yes. regularly. Yeah. And I think... I quoted it the other day in a gear conversation. What was the quote? Little did he know. Um, no, Harold, <laughs> if you stop and think about it, I think you'll realize that question is inextricably dependent on the quality or the type of life being lived and, of course, the quality of the pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that movie is so well written. Man, everything, everything Dustin so Hoffman says, every line is super awesome. And I remember I watching know. that movie, and that is like, aren't why you relieved I, to know that you're not a golem? <laughs> that was like around the time I was getting back into guitar. Oh yeah, dude. And that was what made me want like a surf green strat, you know? He, yeah, I'm revising. That's that one, one of my favorite job. guitar scenes. Oh yeah, me. dude, it's way good. It's like so relatable, you know. Yes. The best part about it too, it's so perfect that he doesn't do it at first and then he does it. Yeah. Like he's like, no, no, I don't want to play anything. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um if we're talking about cool kid movies, uh <laughs> what about um I Heart Huckabees? I also have not seen that. I haven't seen Aaron. it either. I kind of avoided it when it came out because it was so But that leads me to this question. Okay. What's the like biggest hyped movie, like kind of cult favorite or like, you know, like cool kid movie 
that you saw that was like a total letdown? I know mine. I, th- I think I've talked about this before, but I was on my mission when Napoleon Dynamite came out. Oh, yeah. But I got back while it was still in theaters, and that thing was hyped to high heaven. Mm-hmm. And that is a weird movie when you're watching it for the first time. <laughs> and it has gone on to become uh, one of my favorite movies, but it is I did not like it the first time I saw it. That's funny. <laughs> Phil, do you have one? Uh, or I can tell you mine if you want to think about it. Yeah, you tell me yours. Mine is the freaking Boondock Saints. That movie oh. is terrible. <laughs> it's, ter- it's awful. It's not good <laughs> at all in any way. That's one of those movies that I feel like because I worked at a record store, I should have seen, but I haven't seen it. Or it's that, one of those things where like Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> so Reservoir Dogs is good, but so it's one of those things where people act like it's not popular because it's just like too weird or underground but it's not popular because it's trash like it has a cult following but that movie is awful so bad i hate why, it so much why does it have a like i mean why do people claim that it's awesome i don't know because people you do are know. dumb because i i remember seeing it and going and it was definitely like i i saw it like post hype like i missed like i missed you know the first thing and then it was mm-hmm. like like Oh, you haven't seen it? You got to see this. We're going to watch it yeah, right now. Yeah, that was me. And then I watched it and I was like, uh, uh, okay. I like, mean, no, like. This is stupid. Here, Here's the thing. As far as like dudes with guns, like in action and stuff, I feel like it's not cool to be into like Van 90s Van Damme movies or 90s mm-hmm. Seagal movies. Yeah, yeah. And those are like way cooler. I'll say this. That's what. Smoking like, Aces, the 2006 hotel. Hell yeah. Heist is way better than Hell freaking yes. boondock saints and that movie it's fun trash fact, too but it's fun it is trash least. and but fun fact filmed uh in south lake Roseville? Tahoe. oh nice <laughs> my home away from home <laughs> your home sanders in that movie she is not but um oh, it's too bad but yeah there, there's a scene where uh one sniper is shooting people from one one of the casinos uh-huh in like in the other casino yeah and all those exterior shots are all like the the like downtown um like this the strip of uh south lake tahoe is pretty small and all those Mm -hmm. all those exterior shots are all like right there where um in the same like in this one like city block speaking of snipers being filmed places I'm just kidding. Um, so, so earlier today, like an hour ago. Um, so earlier today, I posted in six seconds. An hour ago, group. while we were recording the last episode. Yeah, it was at the beginning. So earlier today, I posted in six second hum and a good joke post, and then I decided to put it in Jatipa as well. And let me read it to you as you as you are wont to do. Yes, as I am wont to do. The post goes as follows: How come Stevie Ray Vaughan? spelled v-o-n-n never had a signature fender isn't he basically known for making the telecaster famous <laughs> that's what you wrote it's such a dumb that's, post. that's my post it's so dumb and that's what pushes it like the telecaster comment is what pushes it over the top to like 
There's no way that any human being, human adult, could read this and think it was serious. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not like in a guitar group. <laughs> I know. If you're so, asking that question and then saying the Telecaster thing, that it's like, okay, this guy's clearly so obviously a joke. Trying to. So most of the people are like actually joking back. Like it's obvious that it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but how many? Says, how many? Well, actually, comments are there? Here. Here's one. He didn't. Here's one that that makes no sense to me i don't understand it at all because it accepts the premise but also tries to explain things to me that (laughs) he didn't have a signature guitar (laughs) yeah he says he didn't need it or probably didn't want it i'm sure if he would have lived and continued on like he was he would have had one signature (laughs) models weren't really the thing back then (laughs) yeah Yeah, aaron you they weren't for they weren't for Jimi hendrix either (laughs) like Like, i'm sure if he hadn't died in that helicopter accident <laughs> that's awesome um, i'm sure man, if stevie ray vaughn had not choked on Jimi hendrix's vomit he would have had <laughs> one by now but here's my favorite comment it's some guy in all caps jack hickman if you're out there <laughs> he says there is a 1500 hundred dollar strat for sale dot 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 a stevie ray vaughn and then he stops using caps model period <laughs> <laughs> he was Jimmy. He was Jimmy Vaughn's brother. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what the heck? So, <laughs> so is he joking too? <laughs> no. I don't or is think he so. like like what a strange? Is, that's like that's the best. That's joke like saying ever. you know Mark Wahlberg. You know Donnie Wahlberg's brother. <laughs> yeah, he's Mar- He's Donnie Wahlberg's brother. Yeah, he was Jimmy Vaughn's brother. That's amazing. I love it. It's like, you know, Frank Stallone. Yeah. No, well, Sylvester Stallone. He's Frank Stallone's brother. Frank Stallone's brother. Yeah. Phil, you had a 50 50. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You need to apologize to yourself. Give me a second. I'll come up with a better one in a little bit. Okay, while he's doing that. No, you guys talk. uh, Okay. This episode is brought to you by Sinusoid. Um, Check out their custom shop. Get whatever cables you want in whatever length you want. Get the thick, fat, what do they call that? Speaker cable called Sasquatch. Oh, the Big Mamba or something like that? The Big Mama. Guys, how do you feel about LeBron coming to the Lakers? Um, like 0.00. I just think feelings. it's funny because like, people are so upset about it, and it's like he, he's like the best. Wait, people are upset? Phil. Are Who is upset right now? Every um, person on Twitter, <laughs> Lakers fans, LeBron fans. No, I think Lakers fans are the only ones who aren't upset. Yeah, no, no. why would Lakers fans be basically about a guy who's basically the same people good, who are upset about Boogie Cousins going to the yeah Bay. to the Warriors? <laughs> no, I also, no lie. Saw someone talking about that the other day, and it was like going off on like some free market thing like yeah yeah that that they should never force people to stay with a team because like the salary caps are dumb and it's like anti-capitalist yeah. and all that stuff <laughs> whatever it's like normal market <laughs> rules do not apply when <laughs> you're in an industry where you're being paid millions of dollars to i know do play us play a game you know it's funny oh i know you know do what you? i'm talking about <laughs> Anywho, I just love it when people get angry about stuff. 
Me too. It's the best. It's the best. Phil, why don't you tell me about AC noises? Okay. I'm glad you asked, Aaron. So, I had this theory. I needed some. Uh, I I needed some fancy pedals. <laughs> I was in need of some fancy pedals. And you don't I have thinking, to explain yourself to us. Well, we yeah, we, we understand. Here, here's the here's the here's the deal. I was looking for fancy pedals, and I was like, okay, all the brands that I know, the resale value is like it's trash, is pretty high. And then mm-hmm. I started thinking, wait, what about all those brands that are like, you know, like the the smaller ones that people aren't always talking about and aren't always like, look how awesome my board is because it has, uh, you know, yeah, Walrus. Mm-hmm. Or JHS right. or there's no hype. Matthews, yeah. So or less hype. So then I yeah. So I was like, okay, what are some of those brands? And I started like kind of flicking through um, Instagram, and then I found um, there were a couple that I don't want to name. I mean, you know, smaller brands that people aren't talking about. And then so I started just like talk, just name them. I can't I can't think of the other ones that I but I started okay. I started going through. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I was it's say, not, like, who are you trying to protect? I know <laughs> it's not. It's not his I own his own failing memory. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I I could tell you what they are, but I just really don't want to. No, it's not, it's not important. Trust me, guys. So, because and here's why I don't want to like badmouth anybody. I started thinking, well, these brands that nobody cares about. If I go into Reverb and I like lowball people for these like brands that are not as sought after then I'm more likely to get these like handmade pedals mm-hmm. because nobody, because these poor, poor people that bought like, you know, one pedal pedal or another and it's been sitting on their, in their reverb store for like, yeah, like they're just stuck with it. Yeah. So, so I'm like, so I start lowballing people and, um, and then while I'm lowballing, I'm also like looking up videos of like, you know, Oh, what does this pedal do? Like, what is this? How's this pedal sound? And then I came across, um, AC noises, which is I learned, an Italian mm-hmm. pedal company, um, and I, I was so excited when I bought one for this very moment, so you and Cole could do your uh, Italian accents. <laughs> but before you do, mm-hmm. uh, the pedal that I got pretty excited about is um, called the AMA. Um. Um, um, okay. I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna listen to this pedal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something about the AC noises. <laughs> a fettuccine. So, uh, yes. So it Chicken is. Chicken Tetrazzini. Ch- what is that? From the How soup. do I? That's from the soup. Holy crap. <laughs> They played that clip over I'm and so over. Glad. Yes, I'm so glad you know that, dude. Oh, Chicken Tetrasini. Chicken Tetrasini. It was weird. Some weird part of my brain when you said it, I was like, "That's funny," and I can't remember why it's funny. <laughs> my wife hates when I say that. It's hilarious. Um, so it is a reverb pedal in a standard size enclosure enclosure with two foot switches, and um, it ha- one is. Um, on off Ooh, it's AC then, noise. AC noise. Ama. 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Oh, we're uh, not playing your game? Okay, <laughs> never mind. The other one is Oscillation, but the cool thing is it's got a bit crusher on-off switch. Oh, oscillator. <laughs> the beat the crusher. <laughs> hey, I got it a beat the crusher. <laughs> Who took my spaghetti? How's that quote go? <laughs> I got it a pasta fazole. <laughs> my son, uh, he, he liked this girl. He got to be the crusher. <laughs> so anyway, I think it looks cool. I think it sounds cool. Um, it's got. Oh, well, it's got an emergency alert for an extreme dust storm warning. Oh, noise! That dust I'm storm is murder on those snipers. Um, yeah, dude. So then, after I like kind of fell in love with the video, this one I was like okay, crap, now I want this pedal, and it's not just about, like, low-balling. <laughs> like, now, now I've, like, I've got <laughs> well, it in what for was this your, pedal. What was your end game there? Because you lost Did you, lost you like, expect to power. flip it? No, I was, like, I'm looking for, like, a yeah, good, you just a good deal a cool on something. Pedal. Okay. On something cool. kind of fancy. I like that. I can ex- respect that. Um, but all, as per usual, if I don't end up liking it, I want to be able to sell it and... Maybe not flip necessarily, which is like, but like... Which is the double-edged sword of like, if if this guy can't sell it, then you have no reason to think you're going to be able to sell it. Well, yeah, exactly, except yeah. he he couldn't sell it for his asking price. So then when I came in with my lowball, it's like I could I think I could get close to my, my lowball price. Okay. Maybe. I, I do not plan on selling it because I like it. And then, and if then you I do also, sell it, you lose five or ten bucks or whatever, and right. you know that's the cost of doing business. Right, exactly. Um, so, but I really like it. And then I also, I was like, well, I also need a um, a drive, like a you know a lighter drive for my other board because I sold some stuff on the other one. And so I got there. Uh, you didn't need the, a lighter drive, Phil. Mm-hmm. You wanted a lighter drive. So you which one did you get? Which drive did you get? Is it the Walla? I don't know. I'm asking you. Okay. Let me. Oh, the Vola. Vola. It's a preamp overdrive. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's definitely in the, um, is it some, it, the I mean, it looks like a Clonkalone family. The, yeah. So it's like a Voyager or whatever. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely the, Cologne family and um so i bought each of those within a day of each other from two different buyers (laughs) poor poor buyers who had them listed for a long time and oh the the uh the drive the guy was like i can't remember what i had initially offered um you know he was asking like a lot and then my offer he was like he was like no and then he countered with something that was like too high and then i and i was like and i i was like okay what what about this and then he just declined it <laughs> or no he didn't decline it he he offered me it was like like two dollars less than his first counter so i was like okay yeah. no and so i declined it and i was like no i'm not gonna play this game with this guy i want it at this price and that's it yeah then a day later, he comes back with, um, oh, yeah, okay. He come, he messages me and says, 
hey, if you if you offer me uh, <laughs> if you offer me one twenty, I'll accept. And he yep. had like he had like um, which was like way. <laughs> He he was like, we were dancing like, way f- further away from that. But the uh, thing is, he had like fifteen or twenty dollars shipping. Oh yeah. So I was like, okay. So I offered him a hundred or a hundred and five. Did you tell him like, hey, dummy? Just so you know, they charge fees on shipping too. So I I he offered him he's pulling a fast one or something. Yeah. So I offered him like whatever the equivalent was for his ridiculous shipping price to yeah. So one twenty like total. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then he waited literally, you know how it's 24 hours? Yeah. He waited like 23 hours and it was something like 50 something minutes. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh to accept it. Like, oh, I, I pissed him off and that's Don't not worry. what he meant. And he's like, and then he hit accept at like the literal like last minute. And he, and I was like, okay, cool. So I paid right away and then four days go by. And some of that was a weekend, but still, and it was four like four days go by. He he posts the water coming. He posts tracking. Some of that was weekend, and then uh, nothing like you nothing's are happening. Gonna get two stars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so nothing's happening. So then I messaged him. I was like, "Hey, so I see that there's a tracking number posted, but there's no like activity happening." Yeah, yeah. And then he and I waited like two business days before I. Said hey, y'all packing and tracking? And then he, he messaged me and he goes, oh, sorry about that. I had an issue with my local post office. Here's the new tracking number. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I got it two days later. And then I check on Reverb and he gave me four stars. <laughs> what? And I was like. He's like rating. He's rating the experience. Yeah. And so I was like. weird. Dude, I paid. I've never understood rating. Like I, I get like the, the benefit of rating a buyer is that it, it gets their ratings up or whatever. But like, what exactly are you rating? If the person pays you the money, like, yeah, I gave him right, and and it should be like pass or fail. And yeah. here's the thing: he can't. He presented to me, like, here yeah, is like it was his. Would idea. you like to buy it for this much money? If that's not the money that he meant, like, if he actually meant one twenty plus shipping, then he could have said screw this guy. No, I'm not going to accept the offer that he made me that or I he could have just messaged you back immediately and been like, Oh, sorry. I actually meant this, you know, like, yeah, he didn't. He just, he waited 23 hours and 50 something minutes and then hit accept and then was mad at me. <laughs> like, Okay. <laughs> like dude. So I haven't written a re- awesome. I haven't written a review yet, but I'm going to. And I'm going to get. <laughs> you're I'm letting, say, you wrote it in an envelope, and then maybe in his put mind, in four stars desk. is good. Like maybe he thinks that very, very good is. Yeah, he's like, like oh, I give him a, a B. Good, it's a very good rating. I give him an eighty percent stars. So, I I wondered if you were going to say, uh, like I was wondering if somebody prints off the shipping and then has to change it because it weighs more than they thought it would or something like that. So I almost had, uh, I sold my decibel 11 looper. I've made some questionable gear choices as of late. <laughs> and one of those was buying this MIDI controlled looper. Yeah. You but, dragged me down with you too already. I know. I kind of, <laughs> there was collateral damage with that decision. My favorite I, part I, is, I, th- I think it was Will Cobb was like telling me like, 
dude, that's really big. And like, you can I get know. this other thing. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> and I remember, <laughs> you, yeah. I remember you messaging me like, dude, Will's being such a dick. I just bought this new thing. Like, can't he just be happy for me? And then you get it and you're like, holy crap. This thing this is, thing is enormous. It. This thing is massive. And Ridiculous. <laughs> and from now on, yeah. I need to ask Will Cobb all of my pedal. I know, honestly. <laughs> like, okay. Will, do you approve or tell disapprove me, of this? Uh, tell this me how it purchase? really is. Tell me the what straight would, dope. What would the Cobb Goblin do? Exactly. <laughs> so, so I listed that that looper for sale on Reverb, and it sold within like a day of listing it just for the asking price, which always bothers me because it means I should have asked for more, but they're, they're selling right. new for like 90 something dollars and I sold it for like $85 or something. So I don't know. I don't know if somebody would have paid more than that. Yeah. So I was at work when it sold. And so I just bought like the flat rate ship shipping label, you know, and then I was going to print it off and take it home so I could put it on there. So I get home and start to put it in the padded flat rate envelope and it did not fit. It doesn't fit. Oh, oh no. So I spent literally like five minutes getting this because that if you haven't used them, the padded flat rate envelopes are plastic. Like they're a thin plastic that's kind of stretchy yeah, yeah. a little bit. No, first of all, if you haven't used them, you're an idiot. Like wow. everybody, What's everybody should you? use them. Sorry, yeah. go on. I don't know. We'll make broad generalizations wow. like that. Yeah. Well, and people maybe who have like, like uh, disabled listeners who don't have hands, so they can't use wow. padded envelopes. Are they are they using other? Yeah, they just have to use like Manila envelopes because they're disabled. They don't have hands. This is a weird premise. Mm. Um. So, but I was able to make it fit eventually. But it ended up like it had like tons of essentially stretch marks all over it because. Yeah, because the the box is you know a rectangle or whatever, so it's like these four sharp corners, trying to like force it through. And I ended up mm. basically having to like twist it as I was sliding it in, so it ended up with yeah. like this spiral stretch mark all around it. But I barely got it it's in. It's like there. trying to squeeze a watermelon through a hole the size of a lemon. Exactly, I've heard that that it's like that. It's painful. Um, so yeah, and I was kind of thinking. Like, oh, man, is this, like, too ghetto? A single padded envelope? It's, like, barely squeezed in there, you know? And no, you're my hero. And then I got home today. I ordered that Joyo Looper, and it was just straight up shipped, like, in its box, you know? <laughs> they just stuck a, a label on the Joyo box. The last which, couple things I sold, so when I sold my Looper, I just wrapped the box in paper and stuck a label on it. Yeah, that at least is like discreet. But granted, this box is mostly just like brown with yeah, like, yeah. like you know, it doesn't box. have like graphics on it or anything. So. It's like screen printed or whatever with the name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not it's not too bad. I've I've had a few <laughs> pedals that shipped like just in the box itself, and I always think that's kind of ghetto. But yeah. So speaking of should I talk about this looper for a minute? Sure, real well, quick. Well, you have to talk about it this episode and every episode in the future for like three so or four I just months. got it. I just got it today and had a few minutes to plug it in. The size uh, is just, it's, it's really long and skinny. It, it has eight loops on it and they're all in a line. So it's not stacked. The, the jacks on the back, they aren't stacked like on an ES eight. 
which is nice, but it's able to do that because it's so wide. Um, but basically on the large squatch board, I'm able to fit that. And then, uh, I have a 50 50 next to it, but you know, you could fit like any like normal sized pedal as long as it has top jacks, which you know how I feel about top jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, <laughs> in the time I was messing around with it, I really like it. I mean, it has, uh, it has a tuner output and like it, it basically it's just really simple. Um, it has a mute button so you can mute it to tune. And then it has kind of manual mode where you can, uh, switch any of the eight loops on and off. It has an effects loop in between. So there's like a bank of four and another bank of four. And then it has like a breakout in between the two that's always on. So I'm probably going to put the 50 50 there so I can just control that one manually from the pedal itself. Um, and then you can set up presets and it has MIDI and stuff. Whoa, like that. dude. I just was looking at an article about cheese whiz and there's an ad on the side for the 50 50. Just thought you would like to know that my computer is paying closer attention to the podcast than I am. <laughs> Clearly I'm offended right now. I was talking about the intricacies of this. I was Joyo. listening to you. I'm, Cole I'm is pouring out topic. his heart right now. And so yeah. This is, the one, this is the one Joyo that I have in my life. <laughs> hey, Joyo. Joyo. Get some fro. Hey, y'all. F- no, it doesn't work. I don't want to do the rhyme. Oh, Joyo, froyo. Froyo. Get some froyo on your Joyo. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. I'm excited for it. I mean, it, it, it very well, like, like many things. I mean, I've honestly, I've had the MS3 for over a year and I, and I've liked it a lot. So I think I've sort of gotten my money's worth out of it. I I hope that I'll like this, this looper as much as I think I will, but you never know. I thought I was really excited for the ES8 when I got it and I just didn't, it just didn't click Mm. with me. So Mm. you never know. But I think part of what I like about this is, is it'll make it easy to just swap out individual pedals at a time, you know, and even if I wanted to just leave a loop empty it would be fine yeah so i guess i could have done that with the ms3 but it only had three loops anyways so i'll keep everyone up to date hopefully anthony will ship my uh keep us in the loop solderless i'll keep you in the loop (laughs) (laughs) so tell us about cheese whiz aaron earlier today i uh asked for some topics from our street crew and kyle mcintyre wants to know cheese whiz for or against four i'd like well, to expand which cheeses? that like the can cheese whiz is the one like in a jar so here's what i say cheese whiz jar? or easy cheese oh easy cheese Wait, is what whiz I, I thought whiz was in a can no cheese no, whiz comes in a jar cheese whiz is like cheese. cheese sauce cheese whiz is a che- sauce. yeah it's like a queso basically without any kind of it's like nacho yeah. cheese yes hmm. but with no spice oh boring yeah. Cheese whiz I don't know, or dude, easy I'll cheese. Easy cheese comes down. in a can and you can like spray it. I'll down it out an entire jar of like Tostitos, the salsa con queso, you know? Yeah, that sounds good. I'll freaking eat the crap out of that stuff. <laughs> I say easy cheese is hands down better than cheese no. whiz. Than what do cheese you whiz? put? What do you put easy cheese on? Like crackers. But like what kind? Like uh, Triscuit. Yeah. Or, I'll put it uh, on a Triscuit. 
Okay, so this is going to be a fun, a fun. Let me ask you this: What's your favorite grandma cracker? <sighs> Mine is chicken in the basket, or chicken in the biscuit. <laughs> well, you put the biscuit in the basket. Mm. Yeah, chicken in the biscuit is the best. Mine is this is uh, this is a fun thins probably. This is going to be a fun discussion for our degenerate viewers. <laughs> yeah, can you get high from a can of? Uh, which one is which easy, easy cheese? cheese? Like you know how you can get high with like uh, whippets. You're talking about whippets. Yeah, with whipped cream. Yeah, whipped cream. I would imagine that you can. So uh, I worked. <laughs> so at the school I used to work at with uh, troubled, troubled teens. A kid comes to school with not just one, but like four <laughs> or five of those cans in his backpack of easy cheese. Yes. And he, he's like, what? I just bought it to eat at lunchtime. <laughs> and I was like, okay, no. So I called the office. But also, like, I'd maybe be more worried. I'd maybe be less worried about you if I thought you were, like, just going to be huffing those cans, you know? <laughs> well, I assumed that it was like he's going. On, here's the thing. I thought, okay, clearly this kid is going to not places. just go on places. <laughs> not just huff it himself, but he's going to like sell these cans to his friends or not sell, maybe just share whatever. And clearly this is about, you know, getting high and I'm just not aware that this is a thing that you can do, but that's, that's gotta be what this is. And so I, uh, email the, I, I email the assistant principal who is in charge of, uh, discipline and stuff. And he's seen. I'm going to tell you stories not on the podcast of things that he's that he's seen and interactions. Join I've the had street with him. crew if you want to hear Phil's illegal <laughs> stories that he's not allowed to tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, we should definitely do it on the street crew. Um, so anyway, he's seen everything and ha- has heard everything. So I email him and I'm like, "Hey, so this is what happened. Five cans in his backpack. Da da da." Um, and he's and he goes, he's like, "So what?" And I'm like. Well, like, can you get high off of it? It's like a, you know, it's a pressurized. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it'll have some kind of. Like aerosol. Yeah. Whatever. What's the, what's the gas in there? That's like, you know, got carbon dioxide basically. Aerosol. So he goes, he, so it's he writes back and he goes, he immediately, he's like, he's like, no, it's totally fine. And then like, I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. So I'm about You're to You're like, oh, so this dude's, this dude's apparently the ringleader. And, and so then I, so then I'm like, I'm, I'm about to, oh, okay. And then my, then my, uh, as I'm starting to stand up, I get another email and he's like, hold on. And so then I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there at my computer and then he goes, I just asked somebody else and they're sure that you can get high. And he goes, (laughs) he goes, now we're all Googling it. (laughs) You're like, and we're all a hundred years old, apparently. (laughs) And then he's like, Okay. Half, half of us seem to believe there's no way you can get high, and the other half are sure are that like you can. One hundred percent positive that you can. And and I like so evidently it was like in the in the front office they were they were all giggling about it and then asking each other and then it was like people were very confident one way or the other. Yeah, and yeah. it was. Um, and I still don't know if you actually can or not. I think we, we didn't, 
because we weren't sure, we just I mean, of let the kid go. Like it's pressure. It, yeah. There's got to be something in there that is not. I like, don't think you can. Not a gas that you should breathe in. Well, maybe cheese whiz. Yeah, because it's not pressurized. Like it isn't. Because it's not a gas in any form, you know. Because I think I'm looking this it's, up, and I it's think under pressure, how, but it's just the solid itself. That's I don't know. Go ahead. No, I think it has like some kind of. So I think it has like a thing on the bottom, like with pressurized gas, nipple. with like some kind of diaphragm. Oh, so oh, you're saying that the, like it, it the pushes gas the cheese out from the chamber? The yeah, the gas and the, the cheese chamber. are not in contact. Hmm. So it's like a little balloon that's expanding. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron, I wish I had you when I was working at this school. So that poor kid, his lunch got destroyed. No, he was like, I or think his he dreams knew, of getting high got destroyed. No, I think he knew that 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 the grownups are going to think that this is going to get somebody high, and he thought it was funny that it would cause a big. He thing. was right. That is funny. It, it and, it, and it did work. <laughs> it worked. If that's Clearly what he was planning. Caused it, a big thing. It caused a big thing. Friends. And then he um, he was very excited to hand out the cans to his friends <laughs> and to like look us in the eye while yeah. eating. I love that. Canned cheese. <laughs> I like this kid. All right. He is going places. Emily Harris says, best amps under $200. Best amps? Amps. I'm assuming she means guitar amplifiers. Best amas? Just wait for a good deal on a deluxe reverb. Find a good deal. (laughs) It's not a thunder wall. Just wait around. Uh, Um, I would say... Is that under 200? Is is it 199 for the 50 watt? Oh, okay. Um, That's going to be tough to beat. Which one? Katana. Katana. Mm. Uh, wait, wait, a wait a minute. I got it at Katana. Sweetwater.com has it for two nineteen ninety nine. Oh, no. Sweetwater. No dice. They used Did to the be price go up? That's Yeah. That, that's, uh, I think they sold pretty well. No, everyone I mean, has it for two nineteen ninety nine now. For 200 bucks, like it's kind of a crazy. So like, that one's right of, out. Crazy that it's no longer under two hundred. What do AC fours go for new? Like two seventy nine, I think. Really? Damn. I think they were like two seventy nine. Because they're still all tube amps. Trust me. I have no answer for this question, but I'm gonna say anything but an Agnator. <laughs> 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 I don't know if Justin Mabe is still listening, but he loved that. I sold him the, what did I have? Oh, the tweaker? I guess it was just a tweaker 15, yeah. And did. he loves that thing. I feel like if I would have had the 30 watt, you I would have liked rebel. it. But I'm just, uh, I don't know. I'd rather have so. something that's not master volume for clean. Yeah. Mm. I don't mind it. But, wait, wait, what is the... um? What's your classic have? So it has a it has two channels. The the clean channel is just a volume, and then the drive channel has mm-hmm. a pre and a post. Because you my, still uh, like that amp? I love it. I've been playing it. This is why I asked people the other day 
how likely they are to play, plug straight into an amp. Because I have been doing that lately and enjoying it. And it's like so, so simple just to like not worry about pedals when you just want to play for like 10 yeah. minutes at a time or something. Yeah. It's fun. Which was, I was asking you, I was thinking about this the other day too, like getting a smaller amp too. So this question is apropos of that as well. Um, I was telling you, I played at a, like a coffee shop and they do like an acoustic open mic thing, but I didn't want to play acoustic. So I took my electric and my buddy brought his, um, Bugera V5. Bugera. Yeah. And I plugged into that and it was cool. And I, it's just a little bit darker than I liked. Um, the cool thing about that one though, is it goes five Watts, one watt or like half a watt. Yeah. So you doesn't, can put it, it doesn't have like, um, uh, EQ stuff on it. It has a tone knob, and so it has volume. Oh, you said it's the smaller one. Yeah, the V5. Okay, yeah, has, I had the 22. Has volume, tone, and reverb, and that's it. Okay, I yeah, I had the the 22, and it had like, mm. I want to say it had like a three band. Yeah, it had three. The other thing is it has an eight inch speaker and I wonder if that kind of like contributes to the sound that I didn't really love, That's but it sounds cool possible. actually. Like I liked it, but I'm kind of on the fence. It's that interesting one. that you say it's, it was too dark though with a tiny speaker. Yeah. So I don't think that part was the speaker. I think even then it was still kind of loud for the room. Um, mm. So like, you had to kind of keep the volume a little bit low. And even with the tone dimed, like at 10 a.m., it was still, still, I don't know. It's just so, it was like really dark. And I was playing my telly on the bridge pickup, like, <laughs> which is usually bright. And it was so like, it should yeah. have been like piercing Man, your this ears. Is like, yeah, it's crazy. That's, yeah, that sounds, hmm, that's weird. I mean, I don't know that amp though. Yeah. It know, could it be something funky with, you know, tubes getting old or something like that. Yeah, it could be. That's the only I, one I've ever played, so I don't know, like, what to compare yeah, it to. Yeah. I know I've said this before. Um, the first tube amp I owned was the, uh, I got a Bugera 22, V22 on um, mm-hmm. off a dude on Craigslist. And um, I think I paid 200 for it. And I was super stoked. Oh, tube, blah, blah, blah. Yay. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was talking to this amp tech guy who was like, oh, yeah, that's one of those Chinese things, right? And I was like, uh, I, I don't know. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, well, good luck with it, man. I mean, once it once it dies, it's it's not going to it's not going to come back. You're, there's n- nothing you're going to be able to do to to bring it back. And you're like, and why go, can't you just be happy for me? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, he goes, well, you know, it's one, it's like all those parts are just super cheap in there. And so, you know, it, it's just, it's just not worth fixing. Like if, you know, some of those parts crap out or whatever. And I got super freaked out. And so I like sold it because I was like, well, I'd rather sell it for what I paid for it. Yeah. Then like now wait, while it's working, wait for it to break. And I'm not sure if he was even right. Like, cause I, I know some people really like those amps, um, but uh, I think the bigger thing is it's, it's probably harder. Like if he's an amp tech, it's just harder to service 
because it's all PCB, yeah. you know, components. I think they're basically just not worth repairing. Yeah, but they're so cheap to begin right. with that you don't really and care. And that's, that's the thing. They're Yeah. But, like, yeah, if, if I spent 200 bucks on an amp, and if, like, a great deal on an amp tech, you know, guy, a guy working on your amp is 100 bucks an hour. Yeah. You could well just then, get a new one. Yeah. Why would you? Like, just replace it. <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> it's, it's not Halloween, dude. <laughs> that was amazing. Just for the listeners at home, it is July 9th today. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are not recording this anywhere close to October. Happy Halloween. <laughs> that was great. I really hope that it picks up on your mic. Dude, I, I'm... Oh, it definitely did. So here's what I was, here's what I was thinking. Like, do you think it would wouldn't be it have worth been awesome looking if into, he said, like... Wouldn't it have been awesome if he said... I just watched Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> it only cost twenty dollars. <laughs> the Black Star HT one is also eight one by eight eight inch speaker. I had one of those. Did you like it? Not really. Okay. I like the AC four. I have a feeling that. that I would not like it. I feel like the HT five with the twelve watt speaker I might like, but or the twelve inch speaker. I've played a couple of Black Stars, and the I think peop, what the thing that people like about them is the the dirt. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember trying to get it to sound cool, clean, and I was <laughs> like, "This doesn't, yeah. this doesn't sound that great." I remember um, liking the HT forty clean, or the twenty maybe, the twenty I think the combo. Hmm. But I, I don't know. I preferred the clean on like that Marshall DSL forty that I had, mm. way more than any Black Star I've tried, and they're kind of in the same realm of like having a really good dirt channel. You know, could get a DSL five. That's a cool amp. But again, like they're I pretty just want something though. clean and small. Really, I'm probably going to end up getting a katana at some point. You should like katana. It's... Did I say katana? Katana. 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 Although I'm gonna give me one of them katanas. Um, why don't you try and find some like uh junky Hammond thing and like a Hammond and make You're it talking awesome. about like a organ speaker. No, the, not the speaker, the the, the amp. amps. Oh, like just like a tube amp, like a radio or something or any kind of yes. power and I see what you're saying. I could hey, do you that. have lots of free you have lots of free time, don't you? It seems like a lot of work. Wouldn't you rather just money. work on your amp instead of playing through it? <laughs> the one I have I really like. Let and I do plug in I do plug into it. That's the only one I plug into straight in because it's I got a it. cool sound. It's yeah, and it's got like a at a reasonable volume, it gets like it gets kind of like yeah, a little bit up. of yeah, a little bit of breakup, which is mm. it, it. Just I don't know. It's it's fun. Have you guys seen the Boss Katana Air? Yeah, 
amp. What do you feel? How do you feel about that? Isn't that the little mini one? It's the new one though. So it's the mini, but with like a built-in wireless system. What? Yeah, but it's like battery powered, right? Yes. I mean, I've heard it's basically. But I don't like think it's fly. officially released yet. But it has it has like a little rechargeable like. Yeah, thing. it has a little like dongle. It, yeah, that pulls out and that sticks into your guitar. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what does it do? Pulls out and sticks into your guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your? Are you doing your sling blade impression? <laughs> French fried. I've taters. never seen that movie. I've never seen it either. It's good. I remember watching it because it was on like stars. You know, <laughs> stars, 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 uh, stars. You all blading something else? They rhymes with blading. Um, yeah. So that's my current dilemma because I don't want to haul a thirty watt amp into like a twelve by twelve room. So this honestly, I think the katana is what you want. It's so light, so it's super portable. But it has, I think so too. The speaker's nice enough to where you get decent, like you know, full. I response. plugged into one of Guitar Center the other day um, when I was playing the the Player Series guitars. Yeah, and it sounded cool at like reasonable volumes. Well, and you can power, you can scale it. What is it, fifty, and then it goes all the way down to like half a watt. I think it's yeah, and fifty twenty five and a half. all the way off. And just use a headphone. And oh, you it can. has, and you can. I think you can use it as a as an audio interface. Like you can go USB out of it. Really, I think so. Oh, really? So this wireless thing, like, this means you, like, there's no reason yeah, to right. play with pedals. Right. Which is dumb. Well, that's like a. I mean, it has three-inch speaker in it, so it's not really like, um, it's not like a viable amplifier for most purposes, other than like. But then why? Would, if it has room. a three-inch speaker, why would you need wireless? Like you're sitting in your freaking bedroom. Where are you walking? Well, I think the whole point is that you just don't have to worry about like having a cable in the way. I don't know. It's not obviously not for me, but I mean, it's obviously not for you. It is not for me. It's I funny that they market also, it, like, the company... So, like, imagine you're, like, sitting at your desk or something, right? So, instead of having, like, a cable running across your desk, you just have this wireless thing and there's no mess. I think they market it yes. at, like, buskers. Oh, so that like too. Street performance. You could, like, set it on the ground and then you'd have... Yeah. You know, you could wander and around. You and you can roller skate around it. Pocket people or whatever. Or, like, if you have it up on, like, a bookshelf or something and then your guitar is, like, on a stand... Then you can just like, play it, or like you finally made it, and you're like, you're you're playing at NPR's Tiny Desk concert, mm-hmm. like that. True. After you've made True. it, the thing is, yeah, you finally made it, and now you're at <laughs> now you're NPR. at Tiny Desk concerts. You finally yeah. made it to public radio. <laughs> it's don't you think it's funny that Boss, the company that is known for pedals, uh. Uh-huh is selling a thing that like makes it pointless to have pedals plugged into it. I mean, oh, but Roland has made all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But also like the, like the like Katana has all kinds of built in effects. They've too. always had modeling amps and yeah. stuff. Whatever. The Blues cube and what hey, Phil, you. you're wrong. All right. You're right about the $20 Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> but you're wrong about this. 
I feel like Boss is big enough that they can handle both selling pedals. I yeah, that's and true. selling okay. amps with built-in effects because it's like a different thing, and it's it, I feel like it's for the same customer but for different purposes. Like I don't always want to pull out a pedal board in the middle of the room to play for like I mean ten minutes. Yeah. I'm just yeah okay. So so you can use the USB port on the katana to record audio. Ooh, and, yeah, that's cool. And you can use it to program it. I wanted to look this up while you guys were talking so everyone didn't have to correct me. Well, I remember when when I went to the 200th anniversary or 200th episode of Six Cycle Hum that Ryan was using that like as the PA. Yeah, cuz so I think a, he was has an aux input too. Yeah, I think he was coming out of their um recording interface into the katana so that they were using that like wow for the room and it sounded good yeah and the other how big was it it's a 12 watt i mean 12 inch speaker or how big was the room well no how big was the speaker but it's small it's compact for a for a 12 i mean it's like a it's like the size of a blues cube or a a blues junior a blue boy five bulbs that sounds oh, blue boy five <laughs> bulbs. I miss that guy. You're my boy, this blue is... boy five bulbs. Okay, here's another question. Um, uh, what if I want like something that is a like a portable PA? Um, mm-hmm. What's the least expensive option? Because I know there's some cool stuff that's like. Um, kind of I mean, there's like the need. Fender Passport, and then I think um, what Behringer has one too that's similar. What inputs do you mm-hmm. want? Um, maybe four. Like XLR? Yeah, like XLR. Four XLRs. That's what I need. Yeah, you need mm. something with like a built-in mixer. Like you could probably find powered speakers that have built-in four-channel mixer. Usually there's there are only like two channels. Viewers, if you have suggestions, let me know. Just buy the Behringer Europort, 500 okay. watt, six channel portable PA system. Behringer Europort. Oh no, that only has two mic inputs. Uh, the problem is like this sounds really snobby, but all the stuff that I deal with in a work setting is like on the other end of the spectrum of cost. You know. Yeah, yeah. Fender. The Fender Passport oh, I've stuff. I used the is Fender really Passport, nice. and I really like those. Yeah, I mean, I would probably get, get. I'd probably get like a cheap mixer, and then just get a separate powered speaker. Hmm. Because because you could get a lot of nice powered speakers that, but they might only have one or two XLR inputs. Right. Okay. So so one powered speaker, like a twelve inch. Yeah. And then, and then like one of those. Because Behringer makes them pretty cheap. Just don't get Behringer. But it has to be powered. Yeah, the speaker will be powered. The mixer too, though, right? Like if you want to have... Not if it's a powered speaker. But I'm saying if you want any effects on it, like if you want reverb and stuff on it. Well, yeah, it's not going to be passive. Like it'll have power going to it. It's not like an amplifier, though. It's just going to send out line. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't want me to get Behringer? What are you so looking crappy. to get this for? Uh, if at some point 
uh, Barista Nightmare plays more shows and mm-hmm. some of the places that don't start investing in that I've yet. asked about. Get a nice acoustic amp. I would honestly like Why? hold out for like a Fishman loud box of some kind and then it'll have two mic inputs on it. And then if you mm. need more than that, you can get a cheap little mixer. But I really like the... I have a loud box mini maybe right now and I had a loud box performer before that but they sound amazing but I need four I need at least four inputs though for what for for all of our sounds but what are your sounds so two for me voice and guitar and then but you don't need XLR for your guitar well okay I mean yeah you're right need Okay, so one XLR, one quarter inch. (sighs) Fine. So users, call into the voicemail line. Viewers, (laughs) tell Phil what... uh, You should just get an FRFR speaker. Built-in mixer. That's what I need. And just just take take those two wires and plug them straight into a socket. Near a socket. Exactly. Acoustic amplifier. Hmm? You know what an acoustic amplifier is? It's a megaphone. Like a just a little <laughs> No, that's an animal. cone. It's a cone. Okay. Okay. All amplifiers are acoustic. Not necessarily. Um, okay. They're only acoustic if they have a transducer. All guitar amplifiers are acoustic. If they have a speaker. It's only acoustic mm. if it turns it into air waves, air vibration. Well, that's what guitar amplifiers do. Well, mm. guitar speakers mm-hmm. do. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Dude, just get this Mesa Boogie Rosette 300 watt two channel acoustic amp. <laughs> you had me at Mesa Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I caught that too. Mesa Boogie. I Mesa Boogie. <laughs> Mesa. Um, it's a maze, a boogie. That I've been watching too much of the that pedal show. Yeah, dude. do they maze say boogie? Maze boogie. Do yeah. they really? All the Brits it. say maze. They they pronounce maze is one thing. Mesa. They pronounce Spanish words so meza boogie. Like they say dos, like like two. They say it dos. Oh yeah. Why and taco? Because they're British. Because they aren't surrounded by Spanish. That's not like the second most common language. Dude, by the way, one thing that I really want is the new Jackson Dinky 24 in the shell pink with the roasted maple neck. It's so Yeah, but does dope. it have a Floyd on it? No. It has like a like a fen- like a strat style tremolo system. You mean a vibrato? I don't mean Jackson, though. I mean the Charvel. You know that vibrato is uh, frequency <laughs> modulation and tremolo is amplitude modulation, right? Do you? So it's uh, it's like a Strat-style trem with a humbucker and two single coils and a roasted maple neck. It looks so good. That's pretty sweet. Mm. Dude, and the jack is like on the back. The input jack or the output jack, rather. 
it's like a strat style football jack you know but it's upside down on the back of the guitar wait is it neon pink so no it's shell pink it's freaking beautiful why am i not seeing it oh dk24 hss dk24 yeah yeah the donkey kong 24 oh man that does look good it doesn't Isn't look like cool? it doesn't look like oh it's a charvel it's a charvel yeah oh, okay i forgot because it's charvel is now has their own jackson or yeah. their own dinky it's their version of the dinky because they're all the same company yeah. dude remember that band charvel yeah, dude. I do. Actually. Chevelle. Lay down. Chevelle. Oh, I do like that jack placement. You like what? I do like that jack placement. That's weird. Though. It's cool, huh? Yeah. It's really smart. Seeing red again. I know a lot of like the Ibanez guitars do some similar stuff to that. It's so funny that it's still just a normal Strat jack, though. I know. Like they just put it in a different place, but it's still just like the absolute yeah. standard strat jack. That's funny. That is ridiculous. I like the look <laughs> of strats without pick guards too that have like rear loaded electronics and stuff. Yeah, dude. I think it looks great. That's like those skateboard so that's, strats. That's my new dream guitar. Frets. That's a cool guitar. It's really cool. It's like updated. It's kind of kicked out the Charvel um, SoCal that I wanted before. Is it? Or the San Dimas. Is it made in Mexico? I believe so, yeah. Must be. Oh, and it has a Goto trim. Goto. Yeah, it's really nice. That's cool. I know um, Joe Branton posted in the Guitar Nerds that it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. But I can't trust him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. He's also trying to sell everything. He does. He's a bassist. What does he know? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it looks the maple. Oh, the roasted maple neck. It looks so good too. It's just like the perfect guitar. So guys. And I, I love it. I love it. Everyone. Christmas is soon. My birthday is soon. Do you know what I love Aaron? If everyone could just pitch in. If all of our viewers sent me two dollars. (laughs) <laughs> I could easily buy one. <laughs> and maybe if all of our viewers sent us $1, you could buy one. Yeah, I can get close at least. If everyone sends me $1, I'll kick in the rest on my own. Mm. That's reasonable. I'm that generous. <laughs> but if you act now. <laughs> yeah, act now. AaronAbubo at gmail.com. Send me some uh, PayPal funds. Or, you know, just send me some emails. I probably won't read them. <laughs> I have thousands of unread emails. Or sign them up for some emails. Yeah, sign me up for some emails. <laughs> AaronAbubo at gmail.com. No. Uh, no. I hate you. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be advocating that? No. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's my bad. I mean, I miss- I'm sure they didn't need Cole to put that idea in their mind Cole underscore Cole underscore Duke 27 at yahoo.com <laughs> it's just chunky basti at hotmail.com chunky basti at um, net zero yeah dot com Lacey I'm chunky basti forward slash Xbox live as well Duke don't bring her into this <laughs> disgusting pig Send Phil a copy of The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Send it. With oh, yes. We Send need me. Please email me an illegal digital 
download. Yeah, that'd be awesome. People just start sending you like, but it's not <laughs> even it's not even like a DVD. It's like an actual CD with just like an MPEG file, you know, copied onto <laughs> it or whatever. You just have to put it onto your computer yes. and play it in VLC or something. <laughs> That's the great good old days. And it have like some yeah, weird no, watermark man. on it f- from downloading it from Kazaa or whatever. Yeah, like and it's whatever a- freeware you use to convert. Okay, it. let me tell you a weird story before we go. And this is like the most awkward thing that's ever happened to me at work. Whoa! So when Whoa. I worked at the Gap, we had like a small store, small staff, and we had like a break room with a TV and a DVD player in the back. One day I go in to take my short break, and I'm in the office. And I, I see on the desk that my coworker has a DVD and says Batman and Robin on it. So I'm like, okay, I'll watch some Batman while I'm on my break. Oh, no, 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 I put it in the DVD player. It's not. And it is Batman themed pornography. It's not going to be Batman and Robin, Phil. No, it was totally Batman porn. Whoa, that's that's actually an unexpected twist. I assumed that Batman and Robin was just a total front and like it was just going to be some totally unrelated point. No, it was Batman. Why was it sitting out on the table? Yeah. I don't know. Because that sicko wanted somebody to find it. It was like in the office. So like we were both managers and he had like had it like with his stuff. And I was like, oh, Mm, Batman and Robin. What a sicko. All right. You're a manager. You're a manager at Gap? Yeah, I was. What happened? Mr. Manager. Now you're just a teacher. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> <laughs> you could have done something with your life. <laughs> I know. Now I'm just like teaching people how to write yeah. essays. You could have been a regional manager by now. I probably could have been a contender. <laughs> I probably could have had my own store by now. Yeah. Whoa. I don't, <laughs> own a couple like, I don't want that. Gap franchises. But, yeah. There's no Gap franchises, but. Oh, it's just Gap. It's all, it's all corporate. Gap. Yeah, it's all corporate. Okay, guys, guys. Also, while you're at it, sending us stuff, send me a vintage slow gear. Oh, yeah. There's a cool pedal. So I found this pedal. I was looking for vintage boss, and I found an NF1, a 1981 NF1, which is like the noise suppressor yeah i think no no what's nf1 maybe anyway but it's modified to act like a slow gear because apparently you can do that so you can buy these old noise gates and like change them to act like a slow gear yeah how because it basically does the same thing right so the slow gear like kills the attack so that it swells in so it just changes like the way that it or the speed that it at which it does that I think and like how hard of a gate it is I don't know I don't know exactly but I know there's like mods that you can do which how are you liking cool. the slow gear uh, the crescendo mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting the hang of it now I wish it kind of did I don't know I, I like it I don't love it yet <laughs> mm. Do you have one too? I do. Do you like I have it? Not. Um, uh, I haven't. I need to get it on my board because it's not. It's one of those pedals that kind of like. It's sort of cool by itself, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like, like 
you know, you can plug a drive pedal into, um, you know, just, just have one drive pedal and then have like, it be fun to play with. Right. But like having this, the crescendo, it's not, it's definitely, I don't know. For me, it feels like it's, this is a pedal that needs to be with other pedals. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I need to get it in the mix and like mess around with it with my other stuff because it, it's like, seems like like it gets old very quickly just playing with it by itself Uh, for me, for my style and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still have to kind of figure it out a little bit and kind of see how I want to use it, but I think I like it so far. And I mean, I didn't pay for it. So I like that. I don't, I feel like I would be disappointed if I had paid more than like 30 bucks for it. That's what I paid. Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) But then again, I, I mean, I still might learn to like it, but I would just be, Kind of sad or up front. <laughs> kind of disappointed. Like, mm, mm. like that. Yeah. Kind of like that. Well, guys, I think it's time to call it a night and say Is one it? more thing. Mm. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Mm-hmm.